more. Get my shoes and out the door. Five, I'm alive. Six, seven, eight, feeling great. Now I'm gonna shine. Life is good. I'm doing fine. And gonna do it right and do it again. Yeah. I look into the sky with all the beautiful color, but there's more than just for me. So gonna share it with another. Welcome to Lingerie Low Down, the podcast. I'm Jim Williams, your host. We are going to introduce you to someone you may not know, but someone who you're going to want to know. And that, of course, is Helia Mohammedian. Now, Helia is the CEO and founder of Slick Chicks. It is an outstanding site. It caters to people who have disabilities. But look, you don't have to have a disability to use Slick Chicks. Uh, Outstanding and very sexy lingerie. And I think that was the key. And Helia, welcome to the podcast. I know that you are someone who says in a, almost a slogan way that even if you have a disability, doesn't mean you can't be sexy. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you founded Slick Chicks? Absolutely. So um, I'm the CEO and founder of Slick Chicks. Uh, mm-hmm. Slick Chicks are patented underwear. They're basically designed for people who have um, disabilities or a limited mobility. Um, they mm-hmm. feature fasteners on either side of the waistband, so someone can basically change on their own, um, regain you know, their independence and their dignity, and really, regardless of their situation, whether they're sitting, they're standing, they're laying down, um, we offer something that kind of bridges that gap between fashion and function. Um, mm-hmm. by offering something that is, you know, accessible to most people. Um, so basically, in a nutshell, we've taken that most intimate piece of getting dressed and mm-hmm. we've made it accessible to all people. And um, it was definitely not an easy road to create the product or get here. Um, I've, you know, I've been in fashion for over 15 years working in design, um, you know, in retail, uh, you know, uh, manufacturing, sourcing, you name it. I've just kind of immersed myself in fashion and um, Mm -hmm. nothing was really ever fulfilling to me when I was working in these big, um, you know, design houses. And Mm -hmm. um, there was always something missing. And um, this kind of was a blessing in disguise the way that it it did come about. Um, Really, it was probably about my nephew's five um it all started with my nephew about five years ago my sister gave birth to him and Mm -hmm. um she had to undergo a routine cesarean section nothing you know out of the ordinary um but Mm -hmm. it ended up being a really bad post-operative recovery for her Mm -hmm. so something like you know getting out of bed or using the restroom or showering it was pretty painful for her um Uh and um i remember a conversation we had about her you know just saying you know something as simple as changing her underwear her husband had to help her with and Mm -hmm. that kind of like a moment in my brain something like went off like wait what that's you have to be able to do that on your own there has to be like something out there so i did um a lot of research and just kind of like looked into what was out there um at that point, I had no idea what adaptive even meant. I didn't uh-huh. know what adaptable clothing was. I still had no clue. And so when I did look into, you know, options, um, I realized that 
there wasn't really any adaptable underwear. It was just like diapers and incontinence and things that were made out of like polyester and cheap disposable fabric. Right. Um, and like, how can anyone feel confident or dignified when they're basically wearing something that was designed decades ago? Um, right. So I kind of just was like, you know what, I'm going to take a pair of underwear and I'm going to cut it up and I'm going to make something out of it. And that's pretty much what I did. <laughs> I just um, did what I knew to do as someone who has been working in design and um, taking, you know, um, an idea and make you know a concept and making it an actual um product like I, I had been doing that in school it was just like something I, that was not foreign to me so mm-hmm. I created that for her specifically sent it to her and I was like is this does this help you does this work and um I, she was surprised I was surprised and I thought maybe this could actually be something uh for people who've had post-operative surgeries so just stick with me. That was my thought process then. I completely pivoted my business, um, my messaging and everything when I realized later on, fast forward, that there was an entire um, group of people that this product could impact their lives, that, you know, a group of people that have been marginalized and society, I thought, was kind of forgotten about um, because I didn't even know what adaptive clothing was. And there was not that many options years ago out there. Everything seems so medical. Um, And it wasn't until I started making samples and giving them out to friends and family and then eventually doing a Kickstarter, um, doing a crowdfunding to see if, you know, people even needed this product that I realized, wow, I'm getting an incredible response from people who are wheelchair users, people who have chronic illness, um, you know, people that, really have limited mobility. And I realized at that point, this isn't just, you know, this this product actually can impact the quality of life for someone in a positive way. So I um, just decided I was going to start this business <laughs> very naively, um, really had no uh, business skills. Um, I'm a creative person and I just really went into it blindly, which was probably the best thing I could have ever done. And I discovered how huge um, this population of people who, you know, have a disability is. I didn't realize how big it was. And, um, you know, I feel like in right now we're only scratching the surface with, you know, um, adaptive clothing. And we can go further into that. But that's a little bit of the background of, like, how it kind of, started it was meant to be one thing and actually um, I pivoted and it became something else and it's because I you know I think that people were discovering my product and I didn't realize it and I could not ignore that Um, and I wasn't going to and so yeah I mean I did I think that it was a huge challenge to kind of change messaging, but I was also very early on in my company. And I mean, we're very still young um, and we're still like iterating and finding ways to, to be accessible to more people. Um, I think it's just a constant change and, you know, I welcome the challenge. I think it's um, kind of what gets me up in the morning and keeps me going is, you know, like for example, I, in the very beginning, um, I just have to tell you this quick story. When I first launched, you know, before I even realized that, 
you know, something like this, like a basic necessity could really change someone's life. Um, I received an email from a woman after I did the Kickstarter and she, you know, we never met, didn't know me. She just emailed me and said, I love this product. Unfortunately, you don't make it my size. Well, we were manufacturing limited sizes being that Mm -hmm. a completely bootstrap startup and older, Mm -hmm. I did not have her size, but I'd, as soon as I did, I'd be happy to send her some. Mm -hmm. And so her request made me realize, okay, well, more people need this. I'm just going to make a couple of samples in in the size that she needs. My sample maker is probably going to kill me, but I'm going to do it. And I did it and I made a size for her and I sent it to her and I didn't hear back. Um, And by the time I think at that point, she, I received an email from her daughter um, who said, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, her mom had succumbed to cancer. And so she never received the product, but she said her mom was so inspired by the product that she was working harder in like physical therapy to keep her mobility. So she could be able to change her own, her own undergarments at some point and just kind of regain that independence and that dignity. So, I mean, while I, it was heartbreaking for me because I felt like I really had a connection with this person that I've never even met. But even though she never got that chance, the fact that some a product was there that could empower her so much really just kind of mm-hmm. erased any doubts I, I already had and just strengthened my mission to help others. And that's what I've been doing since then. <laughs> well, it's, it's, um, you know, I, I've told you, you know, on, um, in our pre-interview that uh, I myself for the past uh, nearly 40 years have been working, you know, out of a wheelchair and um, it is an amazing situation how you learn to MacGyver your way through things. Um, and, and that is because people do not understand that, you know, um, the, the community, and, and I hesitate to call it the disability community, mm-hmm. um, because someone was, when you say, you know, when you get that, there's a stigma of sorts that when you call it a disability community, people tend to want to, you know, either pigeonhole you, pity you, whatever. I'm not saying that the, that the, that it's a negative connotation. It's mm-hmm. just that it elicits a certain response that, that the community doesn't want. Okay. Um, right. uh, I'm, I'm not seeking pity when I say that uh, or seeking special privileges when I say that. Um, It's that I'm seeking the ability to do what Slick Chicks does, and that Mm -hmm. is find people of like mind and realize there's a consumer base out here Mm -hmm. for which you can make a great deal of money. Um, It's just, you know, um, simple things mean a lot. And what you've done in your work is magnificent because it makes sense. Okay. Um, I have a pair of, um, of dress pants where the pockets for my dress pants are behind my calves on right and left side. Mm-hmm. Now people would go, well, that's stupid. Well, no, I don't get up. So it's easier right. for me to put a wallet or something in a pocket 
that is literally standing right in front of me that it would be for me to reach into a pocket on my left or right hip, which you can't get into your pockets that easily whenever you're sitting down. Yeah, and, and it's these modifications right. that are so important for brands to incorporate into mm-hmm. their designs, you know, just to make it easier for people of all abilities. And, you know, right. you see trends like the magnetic closures for people who right. can't really button or the adjustable hems mm-hmm. or the easy opening necklines. And it's just like simple, innovative mod- modifications that mm-hmm. make it easier for people. Um, and that truly there are styles that can fit their individual Mm-hmm. shape and and they can be stylish and it doesn't have to be something that's like mm-hmm. medical or super overly functional it can be you know we can bridge that gap and i think that there's an entire group of people that mm-hmm. for a very long time was not fit into that equation and we simply ignored and it doesn't like like everyone there needs to be representation basically that doesn't ostracize people and mm-hmm. so for, I think for like me and my company, you know, in general, feeling as you belong is a very human need, right? We all mm-hmm. want to feel like we belong, but we also long for a sense of individuality. Like right. we embrace people's, you know, um, individual selves. And I think it's important for brands to actually find that balance um, and show that inclusion without necessarily necessarily excluding individuals and you know I'm able-bodied myself right but I just I don't Mm -hmm. think it's right that because someone has um you know a different ability that they don't care about fashion or how it makes Mm -hmm. them feel inside and out and for me it's like your underwear undergarments you know changing the first thing you do in the morning that sets the tone for your day and if it's something that can actually make you feel good about yourself it can make you feel confident and that's basically all that we're doing is saying like let's lift people up let's boost them up let's make them feel empowered and confident you know let's make them feel sexy let's make them you know let's help Mm -hmm. them you know feel like they can go out and tackle the world and it's something I think that we all and I did a, a long time for a long time until I actually made myself aware of it we took it for granted you know people take changing for granted it's and it's not everybody doesn't put their pants on one leg at a time you know what i mean to your point one of the things that um is prevalent among the presenters um, from lingerie lowdown who i spoke to all the time um many of the young women who are outstanding models, the first thing they'll say when I ask them about fashion tips, right? They say that the what they want to do every morning is to wear undergarments that, as they said, give them superpowers. They want to feel that, that what they put on in the morning, all right, knowing that no one is going to see it, okay, doesn't matter gives them a mindset that they can take on the world. Well, you what you're doing with Slick Chicks is saying, you know what? Everybody deserves that opportunity to take on the world and feel good doing it. 100%. That is, I will always stand by that. I mean, 
regardless of who you are, what your situation is. I mean, if, you know, I feel like it's just one of those things that, you know, um, you know, it's just, we have to be able to, you know, I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but it's like, like in society, like we've, a lot of people have felt inclusion, whether they've like excluded someone or they Mm -hmm. felt excluded. Um, And a lot of times it's done unconsciously, right? But I think we just have to like become more inclusive towards others and realize like, you know, we have to knock down these barriers and set a new standard, you know, basically. And that's that's what we're trying to do. Um, You know, we just, we have to keep it going and open ourselves up to change without any judgment. And, um, you know, I think for brands that are kind of like leading the way, the risk and rewards are all part of it, but I think what we're doing hopefully kind of like shows these bigger companies that like, Hey, this is back to what you were saying. It's like a huge market there. This isn't a niche. This is a a huge group of people, just people who want to feel good and look good too. They're just people, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for so long, there's been such a huge void in the market and like, in my opinion, if you're not a company that's moving forward in this world, that's changing, that's hopefully becoming more inclusive. I think we're scratching the surface. I think you can fall behind. Um, and I think what we're, what we're doing basically is just listening to people, um, listening to what our customers want, how they, how they feel really is important. Um, every email, every message, every, um, testimonial, like we take all of that into consideration about how someone truly feels. It's basically just going back to like a human connection. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times that gets lost when brands grow. Um, but for us, we're very much like, it's not just in, an inclusive product, but, you know, inclusion is, you know, that is what our entire company culture mission is about, you know, like employing people that aren't all able-bodied people, you know, like we Mm -hmm. embrace that. And, you know, we even started an ambassador program where we do celebrate people all over the world and people who are giving back to their communities or advocating for something. Mm And we spotlight them. And if you go to our Instagram feed, you'll see, not models, but you'll see, you know, everyday people who, Mm -hmm. whether they have, um, you know, whether they're in a wheelchair or they're, they have a catheter and they're in a hospital, like Mm -hmm. they feel confident enough and sexy and powerful enough to share those images with us so that we can share it with the world and say, this is the new norm. Like this is what we're embracing. This is what our company is about. And it's a platform to bring that awareness and to, like talk about these important topics. It's it's not just selling a product. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, it's a business for us, but it's more than that too. It's sharing powerful powerful voices and giving, you know, people a voice to talk about um, things that are important to us as well. You know, people that are like minded and share in our in our mission. But at the end of the day, really, it's it's underwear that is accessible for a lot of people and that makes, you know. It doesn't sound like rocket science, but it's so impactful. It's and it's helped a lot of people. And like, 
you know, I think that's for me been the biggest reward in doing this um, is just feeling like I can, you know, maybe do something to me that I didn't think was going to be so impactful and that can really just change someone's perspective or change an out, their outlook or just make them feel better about themselves or, mm-hmm. you know, with, with sexy underwear that's also functional. Well, I mean, look, Helia, I think that, you know, what you're doing is important on many levels, not the least of which is the importance of making people have a positive mindset. We talked about that. Making people Mm -hmm. feel sexy. That's cool too, believe me. And the fact that you're fashion forward about it, you understand about it, and you work at it, is something that uh, people who invest in businesses should be looking at what you're doing right now. Because you are creating something for, as we said before, it's not a niche market. I mean, this is a market, I I jokingly say to my friends, you know, who talk about disabilities, I say, well, you know, those of you in the temporary able body community, Mm -hmm. uh, because you never know, Mm because I sure didn't, when something was going to happen that was going to, you know, put you in a different place. And and I think that uh, this type of clothing and the adaptability of clothing doesn't make, you don't have to sacrifice your style. You don't have to sacrifice your fashion sense. You don't have to sacrifice anything. You've been in the fashion business for 15 years. You can make fashion forward clothing that does exactly what you're doing and become adaptable. I mean, for God's sake, for 10 years or more, you know, people, it took what? It took about almost 50 years in fashion for fashion to realize that people didn't wear a size zero. Right, right. Okay, now they're, they're, you know, they found, okay, great. We're into the plus size business and we're into this business and we're looking mm-hmm. at this kind of thing. And, you know, one of the things I, I, I applaud the folks at Lingerie Lowdown for is they are inclusive in getting all types of body type people people from all mm-hmm. over the world, people who have access to certain things, you know, that um, others don't, people who don't have access to things that, that others don't. And, and I think they've yeah. done a very good job, you know, in their presenters of giving you an honest opinion of whatever it is that you're putting out there. And now you are part of that chain of, of suppliers who give things to uh, models and the models give you feedback. Talk a little bit about how you got started with the, uh, folks at Lingerie Lowdown and, and some of the feedback you've received from uh, the presenters. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they, I, they kind of found one of our ambassadors mm-hmm. um, who spoke about our products. So basically, you know, like I mentioned earlier to you that we, um, we started in an ambassador program, basically um, it's just customers who share their stories with us. And um, I mean, I think, so, our mission is really just to empower people, make them feel confident regardless of their situation. And I think mm-hmm. for us to spread that message, it's important for people, again, to embrace that individuality. And what better way to tell our story than through the eyes of our our supporters, our customers. And regardless of what their race, size, body type is, we just want their personalities to shine through. 
and we want to show true diversity in our advertising. Um, we don't want photoshopped and airbrushed models that set unreal expectations. Um, and that's why we started that program. That program was basically to celebrate all types of people. Um, they end up becoming the represent representative of our brands. Um, so instead of wearing professional models, we just spotlight real people day to day, living their life, giving them a platform basically to bring awareness. Um, and I think that's important for other people to see that. Um, it makes them feel like, okay, like this company truly embraces individuality and, and embraces diversity and inclusiveness. Um, and that's kind of how, um, you know, they found one of our ambassadors and interviewed her and. Uh, she spoke about the product and her experience. Um, you know, she wasn't born with a disability. She had an injury in the line of duty. She was a police officer um, mm -hmm. that left her with a spinal cord injury. So, you know, her experience was, um, you know, later in life, she had to learn how to mm -hmm. adapt. And she, I, I want to say that we, ended up finding each other somehow on social media and we just sent her a bunch of product and she sent mm -hmm. us back pictures that were incredible. She looked gorgeous. She was wearing the underwear. She, you know, was sitting next to her wheelchair or she might've been in her wheelchair. It didn't mm -hmm. matter. Like she just felt confident enough to share those pictures with us. And we asked if we could repost them and we did. And, you know, it kind of like, it started something and, um, not saying we're the first company to do that, but it just showed like, hey, this is this is beauty, you know. We're we all we're all beautiful, and um, we ever since then we've just said, screw it, we're not using models, we're using mm -hmm. actual like our people, the people that buy our products, the people that support us, and um, have these impactful stories, and not we're not just saying oh they're in inspiring but they're people that have overcome huge obstacles and challenges in their lives and they've come out of it stronger and that's what our our brand and our mission is and um we completely live by that and it, you know it's it's really just us giving a platform to people who have a voice and need to share it and we kind of took a step back and it's grown and it's flourished and it's incredible to see that within our brand that there has been such a strong community community built um and not just a disability community it's just a community of people who all share you know common fears and and goals and challenges and whatnot uh back to your point let's uh let's talk a little bit about how we can find you talk about the website talk about your yeah. instagram or any other social media you have we can find you sure so um you can find us online at um slickchicksonline.com uh you know we have a idea account that's also at slickchicksonline um and also Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, just Google Slick Chicks underwear. And I think we should be the only one out there. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, you can find us online at slickchicksonline.com. Um, if anyone wants to inquire about, you know, the products, sizing, you know, what we do, how it works, anything, um, they can reach out to us at support at slickchicksonline.com. Um, we try to answer all of our emails in a timely fashion. Um, it's a very small team of people, but a very passionate team of people. Um, and yeah, we're, we're always, we're always accessible and, you know, we just want to see other brands, you know, follow suit and realize that it's not a unattainable or significantly, significantly costly to make fashionable clothing um, or accessories for people that aren't able-bodied. And I will say this, if you're out there and you need to invest in a company and you want to invest in a company, go here and spend the time. All right. <laughs> Give this you. woman money because she's got a good idea. All right. Thanks. So, um, you know, let's shake the trees and see what we can find here. Um, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. We're only scratching uh, the surface. I'm that's excited. right. That's right. <laughs> hell yeah. So what's next, Helly? You've, you've, you've started this situation. Everything's going well with Slick Chicks. Mm -hmm. um, in a couple of years' time, what do you want to see happen? Um, so right now, we're really focusing on um, how to make more adaptive products, unisex products, mm -hmm. um, products for men, because we get a lot of emails from, you know, men saying, are you going to do this, uh, another line for just men? So um, I think it's really just to, to expand our, our products, um, include different categories, and uh, really become the, the go-to for adaptive undergarments and um you know, there's a lot of exciting partnerships in the works. Um, you know, we'll be announcing a, a, a huge partnership this summer. So definitely, you know, sign up for our newsletter so you hear about those announcements. But, you know, I think for, for us right now is just to really, um, really tap into this market the way that no one else has really done. And I think we just really want to embrace it and make it more mainstream because it needs to be you know mm -hmm. um and that's kind of like where where we see ourselves going um making sure we can actually get our names out there you know i have another sister line um that we're developing um more products uh we're actually working with a our manufacturer to do something that's um going to help you know millions of people in the u.s that have dexterity issues that can't function our fasteners um mm -hmm. sort of like a self-fastening fabric but that's still in the works so there's like a lot there's a lot happening um and we're really excited for the future well thank you very much for joining us absolutely thank you for having me it's honestly i'm so grateful um to be here and be on your show special thanks to our guest and of course that is Hadiya mohammedian the CEO and founder of Slick Chicks. All right, folks, that just about does it. I'd like to thank everybody at Lingerie Lowdown for their help on the podcast today. And we look forward to chatting with you again in two weeks' time. So until then, I'm Jim Williams for the team here at Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast saying, be safe, have a lot of fun, and we'll check with you again in a fortnight.